Welcome to The Signs, a podcast about astrology, the occult, and all things esoteric. I'm Lizzie, and I'm here with Andrea. Hi, how's it going? So today is February 28th, it's 2 o'clock, and we just did our natal chart for our podcast. Uh So (laughs) uh, this podcast today is basically about um, the current forecast, as well as Mercury retrograde, and so... Yeah, before we get in, I mean, I haven't seen you all day. How was your day? Oh, um, it was good. I was pretty bored and was actually just waiting on you. So I went to (laughs) a thrift store um, and found a bunch of cool shit. Like what? Um, Some old books. Oh, (laughs) nice. Really old books. uh, Mostly poetry and kids books. Oh, my God. I love Savers. Is Savers national? Like, is it? I think it's just an Arizona thing. Really? Yeah. That's sad. I hope not. Yeah. Oh, wait, I want to look it up really fast. That's awful if it is, because Savers no, is really amazing. Think... Oh, my God. But I bought some, um, like, brass candle holders, um, you know, all the basic stuff <laughs> that I always get um, yeah, from you Savers. Love, you love brass. <laughs> I don't even care what it is. I'm like, oh, what is this? It's brass. It's heavy. I'm buying it. Um, but I found a picture frame that was really cute, and... Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that was it. And then um, I didn't realize how close you live. So it was pretty. It was pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. And I, oh, I was going to ride my bike here. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrea, like, so in a car, she lives like probably 20 minutes away from me. So yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. On a bike, it probably would have taken so long. Also, um, I don't know if you guys, you guys are probably not from Tucson or if you are, you know how awful the streets are here. And Andrea was just like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Like like, with you doing that. Please don't ride your bike to my house because I don't trust people in Tucson. We don't have like nice bike lanes that people respect. Mm -mm, We don't. What if I did and I died on the way to your house? Would you feel like responsible no, because I told you not to do it. <laughs> Is that why you said it? <laughs> I just put it out there. I was like, um, actually. You're like, I told her not to. So this is on her. She, she's the one. On she wanted this. This is not on me. This is on your husband for not stopping you. Oh, no. He was like, oh, you could do it. <laughs> he, like, he was encouraging me. <laughs> okay. So just for the record, Savers is just in Arizona. No, it's Yeah. What? Tucson, Gilbert, and Chandler. So sorry for anyone outside of Arizona but I'm sure you probably have some special wait thrift gems wait 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 wait, wait. I, I swear I just searched it I just looked it up but anyways hmm. my day was uneventful I had meetings all day so I don't know I'm really excited about our baby signs podcast natal chart it's so cute do you want to go over it yes okay. um oh my god it's a freaking adorable our little baby okay so we are (laughs) this is like our second um birth chart (laughs) we were reborn today just kidding so um uh let's see we are pisces Pisces sun obviously yeah taurus moon how cute we're exalted in the moon guys exalted in in the the 11th house and we did not plan this day out to record we were just like Fridays are really the only days that work for both of us. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's do it. We've got to do it. Yeah. And we're Cancer Risings, which is so perfect because 
perfect because we're both cancer moons. I know. Yeah. And then obviously the North node right now is in cancer. So it's in our first house, which we both have that natally anyway. I know. Do you know a lot of cancer risings? No, I don't No. I know. I, okay. So my assistants, hi cat. (laughs) No, my assistant's (laughs) name is cat. Oh, (laughs) she like, she just looked out her window. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, there's a kitty here. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Yeah. My assistant, Catherine, her boyfriend, he is a cancer rising. And other than that, I don't think I know anyone else like personally I've seen other charts obviously with cancer rising <clears throat> but I'm trying I think to, it's like, rare I actually don't know any cancer risings and I feel like it's pretty rare like um Pisces risings I mm-hmm. feel like I don't really meet a lot of Pisces risings actually Ooh. okay so I'm going through my astro future which is an amazing app if you guys are really interested in saving a bunch of people's charts on your phones and seeing the it's entire like the yeah like like their natal <gasps> placements and their transits. Oh but my I've God. got a couple cancer My risings. best friend Brittany from my childhood is a cancer rising. A cancer rising. So, <sighs> okay. okay, so I have a friend in here. Um, she is actually a triple cancer. <laughs> a triple. Yeah, well. I'll, have to, I'll have to shout her out later after I get permission. She probably yeah. doesn't want people to know she's a triple cancer. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, you know what, guys? I'm totally kidding. I actually know a lot of cancer risings, and a lot of them are in my family. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. It's still perfect. Whatever. I still I, don't know that many. I don't really know any of that person. It's not like I'm really close to like any of these people. In yeah. my, you know, in my circle, I don't really know that many cancer risings. But I just love that. That is so cute. Okay, so. So we also have Venus in our 10th house, which if you're not familiar with what the houses stand for, the 10th house is the career house. So it's awesome to have Venus there. And then our moon in the 11th house, which is like perfect community, friends. It is, but you know what is so interesting? What? So the moon, so like... (laughs) Oh, no. Um, okay, so in Placidus, my moon is in the fifth house, yeah. and our podcast, Baby, is moon in the um, 11th, so it's opposite. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that will mean. Well, you know what I just noticed was that, so the sun is in the ninth house, which is amazing, but it's also there, obviously, with a retrograde Mercury. Yeah. combust also it's also there with neptune which actually i think that's pretty perfect like if we're going to be talking about especially things like dreams and magic and having your son next to neptune which neptune is not combust neptune's pretty far from the sun it looks like yeah it does and then also let's see with the ninth house um the ninth house is the occult in traditional astrology exactly and And so that and i know that's so perfect for neptune like a perfect house for it to be in and it's also um it would be trying my neptune in my natal chart where's your neptune at again my neptune's in sag in the eighth house in the eighth oh oh, would it be conjunct how no it's not close enough. um or well like maybe because my neptune's 29 degrees but what oh. is neptune now no they probably Ooh, don't we meet. didn't even look at our degrees let's see we didn't even meet we have no anoretic degrees <clears throat> that's okay 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a good thing. All right. Oh, our heaven. Hold on. Our midheaven is zero degrees. So we do have one anoretic <gasps> degree. We have a, literally a zero degree. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It's because we're in whole signs. <laughs> no. I'm, look, right? Right here. Look. <gasps> oh, no, it is. Yeah. You're right. Zero degrees. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool with our Venus. Okay. Oh, all right. So, and then we have Venus in the 10th house too. Right. So. But Venus is 24 degrees. So they're not even conjunct. They're well, not. But they're still in the same it's sign. It's in the same sign. Mm-hmm. Same, same house. Very cool. And then the other thing that Ooh, we, we have. we have three threes. Three oh, no, three, we have four three threes. Four threes. Three, oh. oh, no. That's if you're counting Lilith. I don't know if we need to count Lilith. But if we have, so Chiron, Uranus. And Pisces are all at oh, three degrees. Oh, I see. But then look at this. We've got three in the 11th house, three in the 10th house, three in the 9th <gasps> house, all next to each other. Ooh. That's pretty cool. We've been talking a lot about um, angel numbers and yeah. how we've been seeing 333. Uh-huh. The other day, I saw 111, 222, 333, 444 all in the same day and not just on the clock it was like different things I was and then i at. had text you too right and it, yeah left you a voice um that's what it was i left message. you a voice message that was 222 and then i sent one that was at 444 yeah. no it was at 444 it wasn't a screenshot yeah, yeah at 444 yeah. mm-hmm. interesting oh and then we so also cool. have a stellium so a stellium is a collection of planets um, here we have one, two, three, four, five, six. This is including goddess asteroids, um, but personal planets, well, personal and generational, <clears throat> all in the seventh house in Capricorn. So talk about business relationships. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ca- I know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. The seventh house is a... Um, I love the seventh house. It's such an interesting house, though, I think, because it is the house of open enemies, but it's also the house of, like, all relationships, good and bad. And that's, like, one thing that I think a lot of people forget, because I know that when you do, like, a sinistry chart, you automatically kind of just look at the seventh house, but yeah, you can... It's people's, sinis- like, Venus, mm-hmm. Mars. There's so much to look at. So what do you want to do? Do you want to go over each house and kind of like explain to the listeners what it means? Because we might have people that don't know what it means. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to start with the first house? Oh, with the cancer? Yeah. Cancer first house. Go ahead. Or just what first house means. Yeah. So first house is just, um, it's your rising sign. <laughs> so, you know, whenever people say like, oh, I have, I'm a cancer rising and I also have it in my first house. Yeah. That means the same thing. Say some people say their risings in their 12th house, but that's not true. No, it's, <laughs> no, that's, it's, it's your first house. That's what it means. It's your ascendant. It's where, so the first house is, uh, you know, that's why you need your time. So mm-hmm. you get your time and you find out what constellation was rising, was at the horizon, exactly. on the horizon, whatever, yeah. when you were born. So that's what it is. It has nothing to do with the sun. It's not when the sun was rising. It's when the, what constellation was rising. Right. Yeah. So, and you do need your birth time for that. Um, you don't need the birth time for your your moon or your sun unless you're at an ad- anoretic degree because if you were born the day the sun switched signs, you would need to know your birth time. Otherwise, yeah. you would never know. What Can you imagine if you went your whole life not knowing your birth time well, and you Lana were born Del on Rey. a cusp? 
Lana Del Rey is oh, a perfect example. Yeah. Like she thought, thought she, she was Gemini. a Gemini and then she got her birth certificate and she ended up being a cancer. Yeah. And everyone thought she was a Gemini and they're like, well, yeah, everyone's a Gemini. But and her music <laughs> makes so much sense. So much more sense as a cancer. cancer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. See, that's crazy. So, you OK, so you, like, yeah, you do need your birth time for your rising and you may or may not need it for your moon or your yeah, sun. Yeah, or your sun. Yeah. I don't know. It, it depends. It yeah. really depends. If you're born on November 22nd, you probably want to know your birth time because you can be Scorpio or Sag. And then your moon, that's a little more common because the moon changes every two and a half days or it moves into a different sign every two and a half days. So if you just happen to be born on the day the moon switch signs, then you do need your birth time. Absolutely. Basically, yeah. you just need your birth time to get your birth chart. Just we'll just get it. We'll just, just leave it at it. that. Yeah. It's important. You yeah. want to know where your planets are in the houses. <clears throat> Can't you call the hospital you were born at to find out your birth time? I Yeah, I that think That should be so. like a medical record I mean, thing, right? But if you're not born in the U.S., then that's oh, yeah. different. Because I have friends that were born in Germany and they don't have their birth certificate. And they're like, I don't know. I They didn't. Oh, <laughs> they're like awful. I don't even speak German anymore I was just born there oh uh, yeah but yeah but yeah adding on to the first house I mean as far as the characteristics you can think about that's your body usually people can guess your rising sign just based on how you look so oh, yeah yeah ugh, unfortunately I have a big ass broad shoulders which oh, means I'm really strong. <laughs> but I'm like a bull. rising I'm like a bull like seriously don't try to push me you <laughs> can't i won't fall <laughs> andrea's really overreacting right now <laughs> i'm dramatic okay yeah, i'm like she's a like tiny pretty person. small like um yeah <laughs> i am i'm a tiny person i'm like five foot two but still i'm wide well okay I'm like a linebacker no, i'm just kidding <laughs> well no yeah so you're um she's not also um your rising sign it is how you physically look and a really easy way to remember this is um like the line, especially if you're actually looking at a Zodiac, you will see the line that says like AC right above it. And it's usually going like straight through the sign mm -hmm. or it could be like a little bit above or a little bit below, like whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you think about it as a horizon, the bottom half is you on earth and it's your body. That's why you can look like your rising your sign physical looks. Uh -huh. and then the other half of your rising sign is in the heavens it's above you so that's why your personality is also determined by well, not like determined but like it's you, also you your rising sign yeah, yeah you do yeah so that's why the rising sign has both it's like your flesh your body it's also your it's your soul yeah yeah so and and when she's saying like to look at your ac to look at that line it's a lot more obvious if you're using the whole sign house system so yeah. if you're using placidus and you have what's called an interception which we can do a whole episode on interceptions and it means different things depending on where in the world you're born some countries like everybody has an interception but here in the u.s not a lot of people have interceptions i guess uh -huh. but yeah so that look so yeah, just just mm -hmm. I would say like look at a few different house systems and just, just like see, see how your you chart like. yeah. changes and just see which one you resonate with the most. Mm -hmm. Maybe you and resonate it might with not all though. of them. Your your chart might not move at all. That's true. Also, our Cancer Rising, um, well, for our not us, but for our chart. I mean, for our our podcast, our baby, our baby. <laughs> um, she is uh 15 degrees so she's a oh. cancer rising at 15 degrees so she's like literally cut perfect 
physically down. That's awesome. That is really cool. So I wonder if we're going to physically be like, like equally cancer, like in the physical form and float around. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Actually, that's kind of interesting because when I look at mine, like I don't really feel like I look like an Aquarius rising. Like what does an Aquarius rising look like? I feel like that's one of the only signs that doesn't really have physical. Yeah. Um, like features well, then look at mine like I'm 27 degrees at Taurus so maybe I just have like a little bit of broad shoulders <laughs> well because you're so late and yeah the rest, the rest of us is soul. just all <laughs> just all in my head yeah I'm just like I'm hungry <laughs> that's my Taurus that's rising so trait. funny I know I, w- <laughs> I wonder if the line can like tell like okay can you imagine if the line was all the way up and you're like one degree yeah. and you're like a Pisces rising like you must have like the biggest fucking eyes ever oh for sure like- <laughs> for sure in like, a good way your head is just giant not in a bad way just so alien looking yeah but even you know I've noticed like even Pisces sons have that trait oh yeah I think they have big eyes my friend Nicole she has really big eyes Mm. yeah so what about like a Leo Ooh. so I wonder if like a one degree Leo would have like the biggest hair and Zayla oh yeah she's not I don't think she's one degree let me check that's also guys this is not a theory this is us just this is, like, yeah this is, us this just is what we do yeah we're just like ooh, what but if it could this be was a theory a it could. if it is a theory like tell us <laughs> yeah so she is no she's 18 i don't know i mean her hair is pretty big yeah <laughs> <laughs> leah rising leo and their lion manes Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, let's just kind of go through quickly. Um, so the second house is our house of like material goods, our security, how we feel secure. And ours is Leo, so that probably explains why we both like brass and we both like yeah. shiny things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this chart is really kind of the culmination of both of us. It really is. This is so cool. Yeah. Third house is like your house of hobbies, short-term travel, siblings. Fourth house, I think everybody knows the fourth house is your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fourth, so fourth house, um, it, it's part of the angles. So fourth and tenth, those are opposite. So those are the angles. So you have your AC, first house. Opposite of that is seventh house. That's your DC. So we got AC, DC, MC, and IC. Mm-hmm. Um, so fourth house is your IC. And, um, that's kind of, do you, well, I mean, I don't know if you do Andrea, but well, I don't know. I'll just ask you, do you look at the fourth house as like a karmic house because it relates to cancer and, and uh, you like know that access or I no? I don't. That's interesting. I'm just mm-hmm. like staring out at nothing. I was thinking, no, I don't. I mean, I look at Saturn that way, mm-hmm. Pluto that way, the nodes that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? But I Saturn really in the moon, because, like, moon is cancer. Yeah. But I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, mine's Leo, so shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, like, I feel like that might be, well, I, I kind of just see it that way. I know there's some uh, astrologers that don't like to, um, I guess, like, incorporate the signs with the houses. Right. And I guess I'm... I guess I kind of am because I'm thinking the fourth house as cancer and the 10th house as Capricorn. But also like if you remove the signs, 
I feel like they're still kind of karmic houses because the fourth house is your home, right. you know, and it's like represents your mother. And then um, <clears throat> you go your whole life like being nurtured by your mother to get you to go to the 10th house, which is your career. Well, see, I mean, I think that's interesting because, mm-hmm. yeah, traditionally it would be your mother, but really it's or like whoever nurtured you. Whoever nurtures you. Yeah. And, and I don't. Dad, like yeah. for sure. My fourth house, Leo. And then yeah. like getting you to your 10th house. That's all my dad. Yeah. I shouldn't sure. say mother like, cause that, yeah. I mean like whoever is the nurturer, like, yeah. And whoever that plays that role. Wasn't a nurturer, it's but just whoever plays the role. Yeah. 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 So whichever one, but I don't know. It just seems like the fourth house is prepping you for the 10th house. Like, for sure. Well, I think they all, all of the angles really are. Oh, absolutely. You think about your seventh house and your relationships. With the and first house. And everyone thinks about that as dating, but it's like, that's your relationships to people. Yeah. Like all people. Yeah. All relationships. I mm-hmm. just keep thinking, looking back at like our ascendant as cancer. And this is just a podcast really about like such esoteric things. It's like, well, yeah. Know, it's with the really sun in the ninth cool. house. I know. It's and then so Scorpio perfect. in the fifth house, like. So creative, but deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So obviously the fifth house is your house of creativity, your house of children, um, the house of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You can think of like the sun. Well, the sun rules that house. So the sun's characteristics. And did you say children? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, children and childhood. Yeah. So I feel like, so like my husband, his son is in the fifth house and he's such a, I'm not, I'm not calling him a child, but he has such like childlike energy. Like mm-hmm. when he picks up Zayla at school, he has an innocent, like so vibe to innocent, him, I, yeah. but that's like his Pisces moon too. Yeah. Where I'm like, Zen, no. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, my husband and daughter are Zen and Zayla. So that's who I'm talking about when I say those Oh names. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the sixth house which we know too well. Mm-hmm. I have my moon in the sixth house, um, along with um, Jupiter and Chiron. They're all conjunct. And Andrea has her sun in the sixth yeah. house. So. Well, in Placidus, I have the sun, Venus, Pluto, Saturn, Mercury, mm-hmm. all five. That's why I ignore my Placidus chart a lot, because I'm just like, oh, day-to-day, oh, routine. Yeah. And physical health. like Physical health. Yeah, I've got to get away from it. <laughs> it's heavy yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then in whole signs, everything except for my son moves into the seventh. Everything. Which oh, yeah. joins Uranus there. Mm-hmm. <gasps> or no, I think Uranus is in my seventh house in Placidus. And then Uranus moves to my eighth house in whole signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so yeah. what do you think about a Sag or um, Sag in the sixth house? Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah. That's I'm really like, interesting. It, that is it. See, I think we think this is so interesting because we don't look at a lot of Pisces, right? Or Cancer, Cancer rising, rising charts. So I'm like, ooh, what is, what it's is like this? Sag, <laughs> like having a fire sign in your sixth house. That mm-hmm. might be good for us because neither of us really have that much fire in our chart. Yeah, I only have Mars. Mars. <laughs> and it's unaspected. And mine is just Neptune and Uranus, mm-hmm. which my Uranus is unaspected. And my Neptune makes aspects with literally everything. So it's like my most aspected and my least aspected. But they're also generational. So I might as well have like <clears throat> a flash of fire. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you do. God, so maybe that fire just will like help us stay consistent <laughs> in our yeah. day-to-day 
and podcast also, recordings. Mm-hmm. I think it will. It'll probably help us be like spontaneous about it. Also, you know, like traveling to go and record basically yeah. what I just did today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and seventh go. house, obviously we already touched on that. The house of relationships, Lizzie mentioned open enemies, which I think is a lot of people forget about that or they don't yeah. realize that. So check what your descendant is, what your seventh house is and see if you've had falling outs with friends of that sign. Yeah. Cause you like, you kind of attract people. You do. Well, Who, it's kind of like, it's descendant. also your unconscious. You can put out that same energy unless mm-hmm. you have a stellium there. Then it's so much more conscious because of course you have so much energy of those planets. Like my seventh house is Scorpio where a stellium is. So I'm like, yeah, that's Scorpio. So not unconscious to me. It's like right at the forefront. Yeah. I feel it even more than my ascendant just because there's so much there. Yeah. yeah. The concentration there. I can totally see that for sure and um god we have mars in the seventh house what do you think about mars in the seventh house mars in the seventh house (laughs) you know what okay i think that's fucking awesome only because it's in capricorn so it's exalted Mm -hmm. so that's really oh yeah really gonna help us actually Mm -hmm. it's better than ruled this is a great chart it really is a good good chart chart. but jupiter's there how close seventh house is cap I am a Capricorn. Am I going to be my worst own enemy? I know. That's what I, I oh looked at my that. God. I was like, um, I hope okay. this doesn't mean we fight. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be more for me. I think it's, I, you have to not let me put off recording because I'm being too Capricorn in the 12th house. And I'm like, I don't right. want to leave my house. Like, no, I'm, but that's why I told you when this morning, I'm like, you're coming over, right? Yeah. You're coming over. Yeah. Um, what time again? <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass over to my house. <laughs> you wanted to come like, here. You said, <laughs> I want to leave my house. So this is making you leave my house. No, house. I know. See, so maybe that's what this chart will mean for my birth chart. Maybe. That's exciting. And maybe we can just like record on location because the stuff you got is so portable. It really is. And also we have the, the um, we have Sag in the sixth house. So we can totally, totally. do that. That and then the ninth house, the sun's in the ninth. Mm-hmm. So we'll move. Virgo's in the third and Virgo Virgo's interesting in the third that might make us stay like really goal oriented like okay short term get in your car drive to my house short term travel yes that is true and then also third house is the house of hobbies yeah that's where we have Virgo getting shit done let's get these hobbies done (laughs) (laughs) let's get these hobbies done and out of the way not like out of the way but like Um, the episodes yeah (laughs) but I kind of I want to talk about the eighth house next. Yeah. So eighth house. So, okay, here's one thing I love Scorpio and Aquarius together because I feel like, Oh, they're yeah. So perfect. One's like the, the innovator, the, uh, like they both like research. The other's the psychologist, like they go so well. So Aquarius in the eighth house, which is ruled by Mars and Pluto, I guess Mm -hmm. you would say. Um, and Scorpio, if you're putting the sign-based characteristics on the house. Yeah. And do you ever notice that, like, okay, I feel like Aquarius, Capricorns, and Scorpios are so similar with their dark humor. Totally. Like, they... I just think about Zayla's little friend, like, who's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Capricorn, moon, Aquarius rising, and Scorpio sun. Yeah. Like, Those are such cool fucking placements, she's though. So, she's six years old, and I'm like... 
damn girl yeah <laughs> you're you're funny uh-huh. but yeah so the eighth house is i guess traditionally the eighth house is the not the occult now now the eighth house is the occult but traditionally it's like your taxes and your debt it's other people's money but it's also death and rebirth i like to explain it as like think about the phoenix you know dying and then burning to ashes and then rising again um i love eighth house it's also it's also a psychic house the eighth and the twelfth house i would say are like definitely the most two psychic houses they really are um yeah, the eighth and the twelfth. That's kind of the first thing that I always look at when I look at people's oh, charts. Yeah. I, I immediately go, thing. I'm like, what's like, in twelfth house? What's in eighth house? Yep. It's like, all right, and then move on from there. You like, check out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. I actually don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely not yeah. true. But no, the eighth house is such a cool house. And it's like, I mean, it's also, I mean, you said the house of transformation, obviously, yeah. but it's transformation or it's like sex, death, and transformation. Yeah. But it's it doesn't literally mean death De- like yeah it can it can yeah totally if you but have uranus crossing it and andrea do not like, say that I'm people are kidding. gonna be i'm like- just kidding that's no no i that was a complete joke and yes we need to be responsible about what information we put out there so that's just funny. to clarify i have uranus that passes my wait do i have uranus in the eighth house i think i actually do in placidus and i have it in the seventh and whole signs no i have uranus in the eighth house and whole signs and then so that would be like so a, i'm alive i'm still alive yeah <laughs> yeah it's fine it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> um what else was i gonna say about the eighth oh you know what whenever i go to someone who says they're a psychic and if i can get their chart information and if they have their son in the eighth house then i feel like they check out mm. <laughs> my um really good friend has sun and moon in the eighth house right yeah, yeah. i guess i'd say moon too yeah zay has her moon in the eighth house and that she knows too much <laughs> eighth house <laughs> is just such a cool um it's a real i love that house placement um my son has it. um <laughs> uranus in the eighth house thanks andrea i'm just kidding uh, come on <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding you. i'm so joking it's my and- move so much that i forget oh i do so i have uranus and neptune in the eighth house and mm-hmm. then um what else joins it because i have oh mars and jupiter join it too in placidus so yeah i have like four planets at any given time in the eighth house um yeah and let's see ollie has mercury in the eighth house hmm. That's, oh that makes sense why he's always talking about ghosts and oh i know <laughs> and, aliens. and aliens i know so cute that is so funny. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he, me and my son had a pretty interesting conversation about ghosts, aliens, and um, angels. And if ghosts can live in water, which oh, is yeah. so like, yeah. kids think of like such the, the coolest know. things. Like, it's something I wouldn't even think about. Like, do ghosts live in water? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine all the like, dead bodies in the ocean how haunted the ocean probably oh my is. gosh i have Rivers. a horror story that i'll have to tell you about later <laughs> about the ocean oh about God. the ocean and a dead body and someone pulling me out really quickly and being like get out of the water and don't turn around behind you and i never got to see it i was in high school oh, and my sucks. boyfriend <laughs> i know we were on a boat and i was in the water i was getting ready to water ski 
And then all of a sudden, like, I just noticed everyone's face change. And they were like, get out, get out, get out, get out of the water right now. And they pulled me in so fast. And then we, I turned around and we didn't see anything. And they all swore they saw an arm just like floating in the water. I don't God, know. did you get any water know. in your mouth? I think that's the <laughs> actual up. question. If, yes, I probably had water. I mean, I had water everywhere. I was in the water. Uh, anyways, okay, let's move on. So the Enough ninth about house. death and eighth house shit. <laughs> Although we'll be revisiting that topic yeah. a lot. So the ninth house, the ninth house is like your um, long-term travel or long-distance travel, spirituality. You can think about Jupiter because Jupiter rules the ninth house. Mm-hmm. Um, higher learning. So yeah. with my two planets in there. Um, Mars and Jupiter conjunct. This is why I like keep going to school. I'm going to get my PhD soon because I love school. But then with my eighth house planets means I have acquired a lot of student debt. So watch out for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We totally forgot to talk about debt in the eighth house. Whatever. No, we, I said it. I oh, said, you did? Yeah, oh, debt. Okay. Like other, or I don't know if I did. I said other people's money. But oh. yeah, so debt. Yeah. Um, and then 10th house, we already talked about your career, your legacy, what you want to be known for kind of like in your business world like status status for sure it's all about reaching status quo yeah and then the 11th house where our moon and uranus is oh i just love this okay so in placidus i have an 11th house stellium um so i have uh my sun um mercury uranus neptune and Saturn, all in the 11th house. And then in whole signs, all of that moves to the 12th house. Right. So I always like, I always talk about my 12th house stellium more though, because I relate to it a lot more, but 11th house, like that is, that's definitely me on like social media. Um, on the podcast. If you just met podcast, her in yeah. person, you would think like if, if you met us when we were doing our astrology workshop, people would totally see 11th and 5th. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and you hated true. that. Not you hated. I know. It. You're like, that's not me. That's not who I am. And I'm like, Lizzie. Maybe I'm just so fake. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, because it's still my but chart. But it's the community. It yeah, really is the community. Oh yeah, eleventh house is um yeah community. You think about and- Lady Gaga, and she, I'm pretty sure I I thought I heard she had an eleventh house stellium, and she's like adored by so many that's true yeah and then oh also i forgot to mention i have um i was born under a full moon so um no matter where my stellium is my moon is going to be in the opposite so um my cancer moon is in my fifth house um in positus and then it moves to six in the twelfth house so yeah yeah and um okay and then i don't know what else do you have to say Oh, okay. Nothing more. Nothing right. more about the 11th house. Bye, 11th house. <laughs> On the 12th house. Um, well, this is where I have my yeah. style. Okay, so this is where I feel like this is me. So Andrea's right. Like, I guess if you just met me or you... I don't know, follow me on Instagram or meet me at a store, whatever. I probably seem very 11th house. Um, but like when me and her are voice texting or, you know, we're hanging out. I, I don't know. Do you feel like I see more like 12th house? Yeah, also, dude, you never yeah. leave your house. And now I that know. I'm in my 12th house perfection, I don't want to leave my house. So yeah. That's probably why I feel like we're probably voice texting even more because mm-hmm. 
That's true. Remember from your birthday to February, we didn't see each other for a month because neither of us left our house. Oh, yeah. I like, you know, I like never leave my house. It's awful. Well, I work from home, though. See, that's so like 12th house Stelly, I'm like working from home and then also having Neptune there. Like I know Neptune likes to be in the 12th house anyway, but. I would never, honestly, if I worked at home, I would never leave. Dude, I don't. This is, I haven't left my house in two weeks except for today. Well, when we had Kava. When was that? That was it. Last Friday. Okay. (laughs) Last Friday I left my house. Okay. So I just leave my house on Fridays when I hang out with Andrea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds crazy. Like that, that's a lot to me. Like you can tell Andrea was like, no, you left your house last Friday. What are you talking about? Like, it's like, that's a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Once a week. (laughs) Once a week. Just to see the other 12th house right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go somewhere like really dark and like, oh yeah, that Kava place. Yeah. 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 No one's. Well, there was a lot of people there that this time. Usually there's there not, was a lot of people. Yeah. If you guys uh, don't know what kava is, it's what is it? It's a root, right? No, I um I was reading that it is it is a it's an herb. It's so. an herb. Right. But anyways, so, so it really relaxes you. And I'm going for um one year of sobriety. We'll see. We'll see how that works. <laughs> it's not like I'm like a crazy partier or anything, <clears throat> but I just I just kind of wanted to investigate my life and see what happens yeah. if I wasn't having like any sort of alcohol at all. So I actually started the day after Lizzie's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't on Lizzie's birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was, it was actually the night of your birthday where I was like, okay, well this will be my last beer. And then it's been going strong. It's actually been so much easier than I thought. You know what? I bet it's because you did it on the uh, lunar eclipse because my birthday fell on the lunar eclipse and the lunar eclipse, um, like it sticks with you until the next one. So I think like whatever decision you made, will just just stick with you. It's done like for the rest of it. Yeah. That and like my Mars and Capricorn. I feel like that has helped me throughout my life. Like once I found out my natal chart and I saw my Mars and Capricorn, it made so much sense because there's so many things like, especially from school that teachers have been like, wow, um, you were really persistent. Uh, you should have gave that up, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, because your Mars is in Capricorn. So that's so yeah. cute that you share Mars with our with our baby, with our, podcast, baby. With our, our baby, baby signs. signs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. Also, um, my midpoint is Aries and that's our podcast's midpoint. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Well, no, it is because this is kind of an early degree for a Taurus. Moon and Taurus. Um yeah. So the midpoint is just like the midpoint between the sun and moon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like our seventh house capstellium, like now I'm just super motivated to just keep recording. I have to go get my daughter now. So yeah, we got to (laughs) go. But we're definitely going. Oh, it's 2.38. I know. Okay. All right. We got to (laughs) go. But yes, please join us for our next episode. I think maybe we'll be talking about all the different divination tools Mm -hmm. and, um, Basically our daily rituals, because I know we both do a lot every single day. Mm -hmm. And I think especially this year, even though we're only two months in, but yeah, we've really gotten to a lot more stuff, um, especially more recently. Yeah. And we went, when we get into things, it's, it's not a little bit. It's like, no, we're (laughs) like, oh, you know, like 
I love doing tarot readings for myself. And so we were just talking about this before we started recording. And Andrea has like all these Oracle decks, but one like, arrived as we were recording. as we were recording like the doorbell rang and yeah <laughs> so she's like I like oracle decks so then she like buys a whole bunch of them and then I'm like oh I'm so into tarot and I have like 11 tarot decks like it's <laughs> insane and it's like do we need them all it's like yes we yes, do because yes, we I want to look at things that are pretty yeah. and I need variety and options so it was like we got into herbs we went to the gem show where they were selling and herbs so every herb. herb every single herb they had did you end up like, buying every single one every single one you bought one of each? One of well, each. Well, except for Angelica? Yeah. Well, they were out. Did you get Skullcap? I got Skullcap. Oh, my God. I'm scared to take that. I Let was reading look. a lot about it, and it looked wait, so good. Wait, it, like, is it, that's the one that can put you kind of in a trance that's like, oh, no, 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 that was passion no, flower. It's for like, it, it's for like, it's like an antidepressant, and it um, helps insomnia, but. I don't know if I got that, because I don't have insomnia at all and I was scared of taking it because then and I thought anxiety. maybe I wouldn't wake up oh well I got it for like anxiety and depression and you all got that it, right yeah and I was gonna drink it last night and I got a little scared because I read all the side effects and it's like oh. apparently not so good with your liver for your liver but it's never like I don't know the research well, is somewhat like that too. inconclusive yeah see yeah. I know it's like there's a lot of it's, it's like, like take care you know yeah, like don't drink it every day or, you know. Yeah. Just, okay, we, guys, we got to go. Okay. It's 2.40. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Follow us.